welcome to Budgeting Period. My name is Kelly, and this is your podcast to help you get out of debt and create systems to make your finances less stressful and maybe even get on that budget that you've been thinking about. So today, we're at the end of a year, and we are going to talk about systems to go into next year because it's really important when we say we want to get on a budget or pay off debt, all the things that you know we talk about on a regular basis here. Um, what does that actually mean? And how does that look in your life? And who needs to be involved? And are, do you have to buy an app for it? And, you know, all the questions, the logistics that go along with it. Um, this is my most favorite part of anything in the world is, you know, the back end, the systems and um, just figuring out how to make it easier, like the hack, I guess. Um, and so instead of just telling you, hey, you need to get on a budget, and then you having to figure out what the heck that means, we are going to talk about how you can um, implement and infuse these little things into your life in 2024 we're coming up on um, to just make things a little bit easier. So um, with that, how the heck do we get started? How do we even, well, step one is we decided that we want to change, right? And so you have to be mentally ready. Um, same with your spouse. If you're trying to get them on board, you have to want this change just like anything else. You're not going to you know, run a marathon if you don't want to run a marathon or you hate running and you don't want to start like running, right? Um, and so maybe this is something happened. You had a rock bottom or um, you just got, you know, a slap in the face because you can't afford something or um, all your bills are late or you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're absolutely done with it. Um, I know my, you know, rock bottom, which isn't, you know, relatively, it's not that bad. It's like a first world problems rock bottom, but um, logging into my student loans account and seeing just how much debt that I still had after making payments for a bazillion years, it felt like, and still having 60 grand worth of debt, right? And I was like, I thought I didn't even graduate with that much debt. How can I even have that much now? And so um, that was my realization to, I don't, I don't know, Kelly, maybe you need to actually pay attention to your finances. Maybe you need to log into these accounts every once in a while. Maybe you should freaking budget so that you can pay this off sooner than what they're scheduled. Um, and so, yeah. So that was my story. What is your story? I'm sure you're thinking about things right now in the back of your head because you kind of know exactly what your oh shit moment was um, or is that you're currently in the trenches with. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about systems. Let's figure, let's talk about how we can get started to getting all this figured out. So first thing, um, we're just going to today talk about, there's kind of four things. There's a calendar of events, right? Um, there's yearly, quarterly, monthly, and then weekly. And so let's start off high level um, annually. And this is what you're going to do um, every new year. So now's the perfect time. Um, if you're listening to this in the middle of the year, it's still the perfect time. It's never too late to get started. And you're going to regret not getting started sooner. So when you look at your calendar year, and what does that mean for your finances, I want you to think about what are the goals? What are the things you want to accomplish? Um, whether it's paying off debt or finally um, getting that car that you've you know, promise yourself because your other one is broken down or getting that new bike because you want to start um, commuting to work or whatever your big goals are. Um, think about that and we're going to write them all down. And um, we're going to do a little bit of dreaming. We want to make sure we have some near, um, now near um, and far goals in there. So now what are some things we want to accomplish today? What are some things that we want to accomplish near? So in the next few months, and then what are some things we want to accomplish um, long term? So in a year or eight months or five years, whatever you want. This is your exercise. 
do with it how you wish. Um, and so the reason why we're doing that is we want to make sure we have a little bit of everything in there. We don't just want to have all of the goals that are going to be accomplished in the next two months. And then after that, we're like, okay, now what? Um, we want to just spread the wealth out a little bit, right? Um, and so we're, after we jot all these goals down, we're going to start to kind of loosely assign some money to it. And so if you want, want to run a marathon, for example, um, you're going to have to figure out how much does it cost to even get into the marathon? Is it local or do I need to fly somewhere? And is, you know, flights and hotel involved in that? Or even if it's local, do I need to get a hotel? Um do I need to get new running clothes um, and running shoes? Do I need to join a gym or a run club to prepare myself? So think about all the things that go into whatever each of your goals are and assign like a loose number to it, right? And then from there, you're going to look at all of your goals and then you're just going to kind of pick out a few that are um, realistic, both like mentally, physically, right? We don't want to like set ourselves up for failure. Um, but then we also want to make sure that they are realistic financially as well. And so if your goal is to um, go to Bali n- sometime this year, but maybe um, you're living paycheck to paycheck and you have $100,000 in credit card debt, probably not the best goal, right? And so just think about it from that lens of like, okay, what's like actual actually doable? Because once we start accomplishing these doable goals, we get momentum and then we can kind of go after the crazy stuff. Um Okay, so that's like our calendar year. It's like, what are the big things that we want to accomplish? How much are they going to cost? Because then we're going to infuse this knowledge um, into some of the smaller level items. Okay, so I'm going to jump to monthly, actually. So hang with me. Um, So annual. Now monthly, what you're going to do is you're going to think about um, how much um, do I make in a month and how much is my life costing in a month and can I afford it? Do I need, this is your budget. Do I need to adjust my budget a little bit? Do I need to think about, um, how we can track our expenses either more effectively or start tracking them in general? Cause we don't. Um, and this is just your monthly check-in to make sure, Hey, am I on budget? Have I overspent in groceries or restaurants? Um, am I saving enough for X, Y, or Z category? You know, maybe you have a birthday coming up and you don't have any money in your gifts category. So maybe you need to start saving a little bit more in there, but your monthly is going to be your budget. And are you staying on budget? And so you can add calendar reminders. And so you and your spouse, you know, the first Sunday of the month can just check in to see, is our budget in line with what we have going on this month? Um, You can also just add little um, weekly reminders to your calendar to make sure that you're tracking your expenses, you know, categorizing each of your transactions. Um, And just to, you know, kind of check in with yourself to see, does this feel good or does this not? And am I constantly overspending in areas? And do I need to adjust maybe some of my um, routines in my life? Because, you know, if we're always running late and we're always behind and we don't have any groceries in the house, of course, we're going to go out to eat and stop in fast food places. And does that, you know, does that check with your financial, um, you know, eating out budget goals? And does it also check, is it in line with your, maybe your health goals? Maybe, maybe not. And so that monthly is your your meat of all of this. And so it's to make you stay on track because if you check in with yourself, you know, January, we create the goals. And then in August, we're going to check in to see how we did. Um, it's kind of too late at that point, right? Like if you didn't save enough money for Christmas in August, that's eight months of wasted savings time versus if you in January were like, oh, snap, looking back on January, I didn't quite save enough that I wanted to. I need to reel it in, right? And then you have still 11 months to work with. So that's your monthly cadence. And now let's go to 
um, uh, let's we'll go to weekly. And so weekly, we kind of already dabbled into it a little bit, but that's making sure that you are categorizing your transactions, that you're, um, before you walk into the grocery store, look at how much money you have in your grocery budget so you know how much you're kind of looking to spend. Same with when you're signing up for happy hours with friends. Um, Do you have any money in your happy hour? Do you need to think ahead? And maybe you say, I don't have money in happy hour, but I still want to go. And so I'm going to pull it from whatever other category. And so you're just being proactive instead of, you know, just spending the money and being done with it. You're going to say, okay, I'm going to spend the money, but I have a plan because we are all about allowing yourself to still spend the money, but you it's okay that you're going to spend the money, right? We're not shaming everyone here, but what are we going to do about it in case we go over budget? Because unfortunately, we only have X amount of money um, until we get a raise, until we get a new job. And so you just kind of make sure that whatever you're spending is in line with how much you make. Okay, and so within the weekly, how how can this actually look? So you can have a cash envelope system, and this means that you actually carry hard cash on you, and then when you go to the grocery store, you have an envelope that says groceries, and you just pull it out of there. This can also mean that you connect your bank accounts to an app, and so every time you spend money, it imports into the app automatically through your checking account, um, and then you can just say, oh yeah, I went to the grocery store yesterday, here it is in the app, and it just wants to confirm that this is groceries, and you just say yes, right? And then so it's automatically pulling money out of those categories. There's a dozen apps. I use YNAB. You need a budget. So definitely Google that one. But think about what your primary reasoning for the the app is if that's the route that you're going um, because all of them do something a little bit differently. And so um, YNAB, for example, does zero-based budgeting. We have whole episodes on that. Um, But think about it as you assign all of your income to your as a budget, not necessarily how much your projected income is going to be. Maybe your goal is to um, help your kids get on budgeting, and so you want to have an app where you can monitor your um, your kids' finances. Maybe you want to um, you're you're sharing money with your spouse, and it's really important that you guys tackle things together and are on the same page. And so maybe you have an app that is tailored towards you know sharing money with your spouse. Whatever your goals are, just make sure your app accomplishes those things. Okay. All right, so now we're going to jump to quarterly. Um, And so we've done the year planning. You know, we're on the tactical monthly and weekly levels to keep us on track. And quarterly is another cadence to keep us on track, but it's a fun one, I promise. And so uh, my husband and I, we do budgets and beers, and it's in the calendar. Um, It's for every quarter, every three months, um, four times a year. And we know when it is because like I said, it's in the calendar. Both of us can see it. It's not a surprise. The first few are probably a little bit more like, oh, geez, are we sure we want to go down this um, rabbit hole of what went well, what didn't? And then now it's the easiest thing. I promise you it's um, more fun than anything. And so this is your time to be able to connect with each other, whether it's your spouse, your kids, um, maybe even just get in check with yourself. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter who's involved. You just want to involve the people that are involved in the finances, right? You can even invite your kids to these meetings. And it's a way to just say, hey, did I um, follow my budget? What is my new net worth? Um, and so you should be tracking that, not because it changes a lot every quarter. It definitely doesn't change enough weekly or monthly, but quarter is a good time to just say, you know, how much, 
you know, debt versus in assets income that I have. Um, and when you update that number and then throughout the year, you can see how it's changed four different times. Um, but so we update our net worth. We look at um, maybe categories that we've been overspending in. We check to see how we're saving towards the goals that we had from that annual planning. Um, we call it budgets and beers. Did I say that already? I don't know if I did. Budgets and beers. Um, and it's, we literally just grab a drink. We've done it at restaurants before. We usually just do it on our couch and sweatpants. Um, and then it's just a way for us to say kudos to us or ufta, we probably should, you know, reel a couple things in. And, um, you know, when the market goes up and down, all of that, um, take that into account. And so don't be so hard on yourself. But um, it, it's just a good stress-free. It's not the tactical looking at every single transaction level. Um, it's a little bit higher level than that. And it's just a way to see all of the fruits of your labor of, you know, saying no to yourself every once in a while, readjusting your spending, um, really thinking about your goals and what you want to accomplish. It's just a way for you to see how all of that is going. Okay. So those are the four things that I want you to add to your calendars weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual. And um, I want you to see if it starts, you know, improving how you are with your finances. If it starts making things a little bit easier, if it just clarifies things, maybe you're still messing up and you're deleting your budget and starting over again, um, you know, a few times extra than you wanted to. I was there as well. But, you know, every time that you you mess up and try again, you're making progress, you're learning something, you're improving. And that's the big takeaway here is just because you know, you quote unquote, um, didn't follow your budget. That's that's not the whole point of this budgeting is uh, never evolving, always changing. Um, sometimes we're doing good, sometimes we're not thing depends on the cycle of life we're in or the phase of life that we're in. Um, do you have a well paying job? Do you not? Did you just lose your job? Are you do you have a new baby and you're supporting that your budget is always going to change. But are you making strides towards accomplishing your goals, towards trying to stay in line within your spending? And at the end of the day, moving money around if you need to, that way you're just not going further into debt. And so when we're creating that budget, think about your goals so that you can be saving money towards those goals. And then just make sure you're monthly and quarterly keeping an eye on things and making sure that, you know, it's going okay and that you're not um, totally sinking the ship because there's days that it feels like it, people. But um you know, that, that shouldn't be the the majority of the time. It shouldn't be the norm. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps you guys. Um, and of course, always share with a friend if you found this episode helpful and useful. Um, and we will get through this together. All right. Have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.